Welcome to I Testify Conversation Station. It's your girl, Mau Mau. I'm Vivian. And I'm Hannah. Today's topic is, I want to be like you, then better than you. The quote of the day says, Make covetousness and love of earthly treasures the ruling traits of their character. As long as these traits rule, salvation and grace stand back. Their hateful influence will be exercised to not lead others to heaven, says Satan to his host. By Ellen G. White. Look at his car. Look at her clothing. Look at their house. Him, her, them, everyone. I wish I had what they have. I hate him for his success. I hate her because everyone likes her. I wish everything that they've ever had could come to an end. But I have a plan. I'll get everyone to hate him. I'll get everyone to shun her and destroy them. What started out as envy grew into jealousy and developed into hatred, from discontentment to the gruesome murder of character and prosperity. And so today's topic is, I want to be like you, then I want to be better than you. The conversation will be broken into three parts. Number one, envy and jealousy. Number two, the devil's snare, and lastly, overcoming. And so today I'm joined by two beautiful women. And so the question is, what is envy? Envy, for me, I think envy is related to something that you don't have. So you're, you have feelings about something you don't have and maybe you're looking at someone that has what you want. Mm-hmm. And Hannah, what is envy? Um, same thing, just bouncing off Vivian, it's just um, wanting, again, something that you don't have and kind of feeling ways towards a, a person or, or something, right? And kind of like you feel a void, and so you, it's a desire, basically. Okay, so it's the something. desire to have something that, that you, you don't, don't have. have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, and so what's the difference between envy and jealousy? Jealousy is probably something that, you know, relates to something you do have and you don't want it taken from you. So envy is something you don't have and that you want. Jealousy is something that you, you do have but don't want it to be taken away from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I, yeah. Uh, Hannah. Yeah, I think it relates more to, like, kind of relationships um, in terms of, like, you're, you're with somebody or, like, you have a friendship and then you see someone coming in and try to, like, jeopardize that. I feel like that's when you, you get jealous, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah. you're introducing something very... Yeah, and a different perspective of jealousy here is when you have something and something is coming to threaten what you have. Yes. And so there's a risk that you may lose what you have. Exactly. And Mm -hmm. so this intimidation factor, like maybe another person Mm -hmm. uh, threatening your relationship, is okay, so that's that's, that's great. Mm -hmm. So can envy grow into jealousy? I feel like, I feel in in my opinion, it's kind of two different things. I think, because mm-hmm. it's like, cause, yeah, because it's two different feelings related to two different uh, situations. Yeah. I feel mm-hmm. like uh, she, she's right, but like at first it can be yes. that way. And mm-hmm. then, because you're envious of something, and then maybe you come to obtain what you were envious of. And then once 
you've already overcome that, you kind of then feel like that jealousy. It's like, okay, now you don't want it taken away. Okay, okay so right? I understand. Okay. okay. Yeah. So envy is something you don't have that you want. Mm-hmm. And in the case that you do obtain it, you are you become jealous when something threatens it. Mm-hmm. But True. what if you don't obtain it? Then mm-hmm. where does your envy go? Because you still want it. Mm-hmm. So what if you never get to a point of obtaining it? What is that word to describe those feelings? Mm. Well, I guess that'd be jealousy still. I don't know. It'd be jealousy yeah. still. Mm-hmm. So yeah. basically envy and jealousy. Envy can turn into jealousy when you don't obtain. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the root of wanting some, something that you don't have is envy. Mm-hmm. And it can turn into jealousy either when you don't obtain it or when you obtain it mm-hmm. and something threatens what you have. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. That, that's what you said. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she just yeah. reiterated. You just, yeah, yeah, but you worked yeah. it differently, so I had to like, wow. think about it again. But yeah. Okay, well, so let's, let's see. What does the Bible say about envy or jealousy? And so Ecclesiastes 4, verse 4. Vivian, what does it tell us? Yeah. So here it says, again, I saw that for all toil and every skillful work, a man is envied by his neighbor. This also is vanity and grasping for the wind. And so it says, I saw that all toil and achievements, so all hard work and accomplishments uh, spring from one person's envy of another. So he's saying somebody's hard work and accomplishments mm-hmm. can cause you to be envy. Mm-hmm. And at the end it says, this too is meaningless in a chasing after the wind. Chasing after the wind is like the wind blows. One, it, one day it can go from the west. The other day it can go east, north, south. And mm-hmm. so chasing after the wind is pointless. Pointless, meaningless. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also it shows how this person might have an identity, fact, uh, identity issue mm-hmm. where you're moved by change. Mm-hmm. Or you can change, or you change every second because you're moved by yeah, someone yeah. else's successes. So mm-hmm. someone can turn to the left, and you turn to the left, and then mm-hmm. you see somebody else. They're in some, they have something, and you go towards that direction. So the yeah. lack of identity yeah. is rooted from env- envy. Mm-hmm. Right? That's crazy. You say that because oftentimes, like if you think about people that are jealous, it's often people that are like just totally lost. Right? They, right. they, they, they don't know where they're at. They don't know who they are. Right? So I think that that that's really is dangerous. Yeah, yeah it's dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, and when you're like chasing for the wind, you're not grounded in anything, so you're gonna go every which way the wind takes you, right? Right. Right. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and now let's look at John twelve verse forty three mm-hmm. is gonna tell us why else are are we envious or je- jealous of others? So it says, for they love the praise of men more than the praise of God. They love the praise of men more than the praise of God. So number one, we learned that jealousy is caused from the hard work and accomplishments of others, watching mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the root. And then it says it's like chasing after the wind. You, wherever it blows, you go. Lack of mm-hmm. identity and foundation. Mm-hmm. Now it's telling us that we prefer the praise of men than the praise from God or the glory of men than the glory of God. Why may that be an issue? Mm-hmm. It may be an issue because you don't know where, you know, different people have different um, ideals and standards mm. and you know it may not be up to god's standard god has a different pa- plan and purpose for us and when we, we yes. lose sight of that when then we don't attain attain you know the potential that he is setting up for us or the plan that he is setting up for us hannah what about you mm. yeah just reiterating what viv said basically um when we try to live up to to men's standards i, I think it's 
it's something that we draw more to just because it's more physical. It's something like we can see, we can feel mm. often more times than when, when like right. we get the praise from God because it's not as direct. Right. So I feel like it's easy to fall into, but at the same time, that praise again is kind of meaningless because everybody is on their own paths. Right. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going different ways. And again, like Viv said, um, the praise that they're going for may be to a different standard. Right. Mm. And maybe they may be praising you for the wrong reasons and mm-hmm. and you, then you get trapped in that right and and praise feels good yes right mm-hmm. so so it can be dangerous you said a lot of points way. there you yeah. viv said the standard of men versus the standard of god mm-hmm. and so we end up living to the expectations of people than of god can you give me an examples of like young adults young people what are some things that the world or maybe someone direct personal may have for you that you're like that's you know, give me some examples of some pressures and influences we may get and or some scenarios yeah, that may pressure us. For sure. I know for one that I see a lot on like, for example, like social media and TikTok, a lot that comes up on my feed is like how to earn money. Like there's like these young kids, like 20 something year olds are like, I make over 6,000 a month just by managing like Instagram accounts. So, like, a lot of kids our age are trying to find easy ways to make a lot of money, and that's kind of, like, the goal for a lot of them is, like, how can I make a lot of money and get rich? Quick. and Get yeah. rich quick, yeah. 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 Wow. Mm-hmm. Any other example? Um, well, there's, like, a lot of basic things that you could possibly, like, see in high school, right? Just, like, popularity, status, all that right. basic. But even even just in day-to-day, as you grow up, like, that never, that never escapes, right? In every scenario that you're in, there's always people that are going to be trying to strive for that. And then in the way that you can... Right kind of be influenced by that and be like, ah, oh, I kind of want a taste of that. And like Viv was saying, like those influencers that we see so right. much and we're just bombarded with all like these people in high places. You see like 17 year olds living on their own, having a nice condo and you're like, yeah, yes. their own I'm house, in my twenties. Yeah. I still live at home. <laughs> right. Yeah, but mm. it's, it's, it's all a process. Right. And for everybody's different and we can't compare ourselves to that and we can't lead ourselves to like feel envious or jealous of those because yeah. that's where we kind of, yeah. So it takes us to a place where we uh, we have timelines in our lives because mm-hmm. we see what other people are doing. And it's mm-hmm. like, they have a car, I need to get a car now. Mm-hmm. They have kids, oh, I need to have a kid. Mm-hmm. I need to get married now. And it's like, no, mm-hmm. this may not yeah. be, like you said, it may not be God's will for my exactly. life. And you brought up a good point where the praise of men may not be good. Mm-hmm. The praise of men, I heard uh, there's a statement that says flat- flattery kills. And so sometimes men may, the enemy uses people as agents to flatter us on points. It may seem mm-hmm. good to have a business. But if that's not God's will for you and you have a bunch of people flattering you, you have fallen to the snares of the enemy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so instead of listening to God's voice, you want people to constantly tell you and feed you with the honor and the applause. And you need valid, the minute you need validation mm-hmm. from men over the yeah. word mm-hmm. and over listening to God's voice, you're going to have a problem. No, for sure. And you said something. You said, the glory of men can be seen instantly, but the glory of God isn't so direct. And that's what usually kills us because Mm -hmm. we think of praise as applause. We think of praise as uh, you're doing well, words Mm -hmm. of affirmation. But Mm -hmm. praise from God is blessings. Exactly. Mm. Mm -hmm. And if we fail to realize that, then we will never be blessed and we'll always want to obtain, obtain, obtain and never actually get anything, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, in my, like, in the example that I shared, like, it's not necessarily bad to make a lot of money, but right. for kids that are young and still, you know, generally don't have an idea of who they are yet, when you, like, root your identity in money, we know that in the Bible, it says that money is the root of all, all evil, evil, right? Yes. And once you start to lose, you know, your your identity in Christ and placing it in, in earthly and earthly things it's gonna it can go away quick like that and then you lose so then what am i like what is my value then if i lose these things mm-hmm. wow and that's a good point that's mm-hmm. that leads us into the second part of our conversation where we're mm-hmm. talking about the devil's snare she said our identity is not rooted in our pos- in our possessions mm-hmm. and accomplishments and so the question is what can lead us or what where can jealousy lead us or what can jealousy lead us to do I would say sometimes very questionable things, um, right? It can lead us down like wrong paths, just like being spiteful to others, you know, do others mm. wrong, kind of again, like threaten other people's positions. Um, it, it can be a lot of things, you know, that, that jealousy leads us to do or even like tear apart relationships. Um, mm. it, it, it's, it's pretty bad. And even, and you don't live like contently. You're always bothered by something. It's like an itch that you have, I don't know, like, I don't know how to describe it, <laughs> yes, but it's like yes. something that's always like yeah. picking at you and like, mm. you just can't like stop it. Right. And you just never feel like it's enough. Right. You mentioned destroying relationships. Yeah. Mm. How much do we do that? Like we don't even realize what jealousy can do because you end up being like, it's like a numbing. It's like a medication that numbs you, paralyzes you. And you don't even realize what you're doing mm. anymore. You get to a point where we assassinate characters. Mm. You get to a point where you can talk about someone, not because they did anything to you, not because they're an enemy of any sort, but they're better. They're, you think in, in your eyes that they're above you, mm-hmm. and that gets you to a place where you're like, if I can't have what they have and be better than them, I'll make everyone else hate them and mm-hmm. shun them. Mm-hmm. And by doing that, it will drag them to feel like they are nothing. Mm-hmm. And the Bible equates that to murder. There's no difference between you and the mass murderer because there's a lot of us who are literally murderers walking around killing people's characters just to drag them from prosperity to poverty, Mm -hmm. right? And so what other things can uh, jealousy and envy do to us or lead Mm -hmm. us to do? Hmm. I think jealousy and envy can lead us to kind of lose sight of our true purpose it's like going back to like chasing the wind, right? You, you you just you veer from the path that you were originally on or you're supposed to be on, mm. right? Instead, you're 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 jealous of other people and you're trying to go for what they have and that's not what you're meant to have, mm-hmm. right. right? So and then you ended yes. up straying from yeah, that. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. like when you're jealous and envious, you're kind of like you know you're thinking of when is it gonna be my turn, right, to have these things. You know, I was actually watching this podcast and they were kind of talking about this and like kind of looking at other people's success and comparing it to your own like situation and experience. And I like what the speaker said. She said, um, who you are when it is not your turn is more important than who you will be when it is your turn. Mm. And that spoke to me. Right. Yes. You know. Why can't we just applaud people that, you know, when it is their turn, you know, be happy for them? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because our time, like, God's timing is not our time, and everyone exactly. will have their own yes. success at their own point in life. Exactly. Yeah, that says yeah. a lot about, like, your character, right? And, mm-hmm. and that's what's yeah. important here. When you lack character, everything or everything that you do will be fruits of evil. 
mm-hmm. and you'll be discontent. So discontentment isn't just something that you choose to to, right. to live in. You don't just wake up and are discontent. You don't just wake up and, and are unhappy. Mm-hmm. You choose to do it by choosing not to develop your character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And that's the root mm-hmm. of everything. You can't be happy for someone when you don't have a character. And I was listening to a preacher and he said, the Christian's job is to be consistent in Christ-like character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when you lack consistency, you're nothing but a fake Christian. Exactly. And when you do yeah. that, you destroy more than you elevate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? And so that's Crazy. the issue with envy. You, the deeper issue is character. Yeah. You don't have a Christ-like yeah. character. And so you're not happy with what you have. You want what others have. And mm-hmm. not just that. How many people do you know who have what they have and wish the best for their friends, even your friends, as close yeah. as your friends? Mm-hmm. But as soon as your friend passes you, you're like, no, this is not it. This can't yeah. be it. You mm-hmm. can't even be my friend no more. Mm-hmm. You are doing way too well, you yeah. know? Or it's like, okay, what am I going to do next now? Like, and, and you, you feel know, it sometimes. Yeah. Like, yeah. Genuinely, like, we, yeah. can, we can all testify no, yeah. that we felt it before where, sure. like, you have a dream mm-hmm. and somebody else's dream comes to fruition before yours. Oh, yeah. And you're like, mm-hmm. what about me? And that what about mm-hmm. me turns into not you supposed to be me mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and it's real yeah it's actually crazy we were doing um, a study last night we were looking into Matthew and some of like the miracles that Jesus had performed and it was you know the one where um, the woman was bleeding for like 12 years yes right yes. and she just like touched um, Jesus's robe yeah, and yes. she was healed and at the same time um, the young girl's uh, dad came to, right came yes. to Jesus it's like come with me like I need I need my daughter to be saved right and it's like um, he came like out to meet Jesus. Like he came from far away, and he's like, "I need you to come with me." And at the same time, like it, it's written in different in different timelines, like depending on like the version that you read. Yeah. But in one version, um, it says that first, like the man came, like the father came, yes. and asked, like, "Okay, like, um, can you come with me?" And then the woman reached out and immediately got healed. So looking at it from like the father's perspective, it's like you have your daughter that's dying or that's they think she was dead. And then you witness like another person being healed and getting blessed Mm -hmm. before you do. Right. That's really hard Mm -hmm. to witness. It's like seeing others be blessed before you. Right. So I think that's just kind of like something that like that is really hard for us to accept sometimes. Yes. Um, but at the end of the day, they both got their blessings. Right. Like, right? Yeah, like that's had... the bigger picture. Like, there's just, there's enough of God to go around. Hello, yes. somebody. Right? Uh-huh. You know? Yeah, imagine. So, like, yeah. she couldn't get healed six years before because Jesus wasn't there yet. Imagine mm-hmm. she had to wait 12 wow. years because Jesus would be there. Mm, that t- moment. And on time. And on time. On time. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And it, it, I love how you brought that story because that yeah. is the monument of mm-hmm. what it looks like to be happy for someone. But not just that. Christ actually healed the woman. Mm-hmm. And while he's healing the woman and talking to her, he, there's another um, a Pharisee that comes to Jairus and says, why are you even bothering the master? Because mm-hmm. your daughter is dead. Mm-hmm. And Christ turns around while he's still dealing with the woman who had touched the hem of his garment and mm-hmm. says to Jairus, only believe. Because Christ is reminding him, don't worry about what he's putting in your ear. That's a spawn of Satan. Mm-hmm. Don't be discouraged by the weight. Yeah. But just believe. And that's what Christ is wanting us to, to understand, that envy is usually, usually happens in the time of waiting. Mm-hmm. But don't envy. Don't look at, the, look at somebody's blessing as a testimony that if he can do it for them, he can, he do, can it do it for me. me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's yeah. really powerful. And mm-hmm. so 
Let us look at James 4, verse 2. James 4, verse 2. And it's going to tell us, why are we jealous people? Okay. You lust and do not have. You murder and covet and cannot obtain. You fight and war, yet you do not have because you do not ask. There it is. He says, Mm -hmm. you lust, you kill, you want, but you don't obtain. Mm -hmm. Then he says, after that, you then fight and war. Mm -hmm. And it's simple. You did all of that, destroying yourself and destroying people. Why? Because you failed to ask. That's it. Mm. So you want that PhD. (laughs) You want that woman. (laughs) You want that business. You want that money. But you didn't ask God. And you're trying to get it, but you can't obtain it, but it's simple. You didn't have faith mm. enough to right. come to the hand that moves the world. Yeah, exactly. yeah. it's a lack exactly. of faith for sure. Uh, can you touch on that, the lack of faith? Yeah, a lack of faith because you, you, feel you're, you don't have enough faith to believe that God will you know, make happen what you want to happen. But sometimes it's not what we want, but what God wants. And eventually, mm. ultimately, God, what God wants is higher and better than what we mm-hmm. have imagined for ourselves. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes that lack of faith just kind of comes from us thinking that we're not important enough, mm. that we're not like big enough, like we're so yes. minuscule, like we're just one person in this big world, like God isn't going to care about what I really want, so I guess mm. I got to do it and go out for it myself. And it's also just kind of like who we surround ourselves with. Mm-hmm. Sometimes if we don't have those people that are supportive, sometimes not everybody has those parents that are with them or family members or friends that are always pushing them and they feel like they're in this world alone. Mm. So it can be really hard to approach kind of an invisible God, right, and think that he's really going to... Mm going to do anything for us so I feel like that can be that root of that lack of faith sometimes but we have so many great testimonies here yes yes and be like why not right Mm. so yeah you touched on uh, a a lack of support Mm -hmm. but I'd like to say sometimes even our parents will do the best that they can to set us up most of our parents Mm -hmm. and it still doesn't work yeah Hmm. or they have dreams and aspirations for us and we never get there yeah the point is the support around even your friends. They could mm-hmm. support you by praising you, by reminding you of how powerful you are, and you can never get to the top. You may never get to the top. Mm-hmm. The point is the support that you have around you shouldn't just be a support that can provide materialistic things and words of affirmation, mm-hmm. but a support that can pray for you. Mm-hmm. You want a support that is strong enough that they can, when they speak, they're making the hand that literally moves the world move on your life. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Because you're too busy trying to find the friends that can invest in us. Mm. Oh, I need a friend that can invest in me and invest with me. Mm. That is not what you need. Mm-hmm. Because your investments will fail. Yes. Yeah. But God will never fail. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. what we're reminded of, you know. So mm-hmm. you want people around you who have faith. Yes. People who have spiritual discernment. Mm-hmm. People who can pray for you more than talk with you. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Hello. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And so let's move on to our second chapter, our second verse, which is Psalm 109, verse 3. What, what leads us, or how can jealousy, what does jealousy lead us to do? What does the Bible say? All right, it says, they, compa- they compassed me about also with words of hatred and fought against me without a cause. There you go. And so David's saying, they surrounded me with hatred. Mm-hmm. They didn't like me. They had words for me that weren't good. Mm-hmm. All because of what? Because they were jealous. And so jealousy mm-hmm. can quickly develop into hatred. Mm. 
You're going to end up hating people. And when you have hate, you have driven out the spirit of God, right? And so what can hate do to you, Vivian? Hate, <laughs> not, very good, not a very good thing. Yeah. Yeah, because when you hate someone, you are not enacting in, in the character of Christ because Christ's yes. character is to love people regardless of who they are, what they have. And when we start to hate, then we don't look like Christ. And then if we call ourselves Christians, yes. then people will be confused because we don't represent the character of, of Christ mm -hmm. or of love. Okay. And that's what God calls us to do is to love everyone. Yeah. yeah. God is calling us yeah. to love everyone. Hannah. Yeah, I feel like hate doesn't win on either end. Mm. Like you hate someone and that person is going to feel distraught, right? You're yes. going to break them. You're going to tear them down. And you, like from that point of view, like hating, that's just going to eat you up inside. That's just going to tear you apart. That's going to fill you with anger, rage, right? You're never going to be content. Mm. So there's really no winning with hate right, right, right on either end so, so it just brings down both parties yeah. even though you think okay i'm gonna put this person down and i'll uplift myself at the end of the day that's not the case and, yeah. and don't forget that yeah. destroying someone else mm -hmm. you will pay for it mm, yeah whether it's by ripping apart their character to people making up lies because you will do whatever it takes when you hate to mm. whether it's i don't know actually doing something to them physically you will pay for what you do. You reap what you sow. Yep. You know? Mm -hmm. And so that brings us to the last section, overcoming. How do we overcome jealousy? And so we'll read Galatians 6, verses 4. Galatians 6, verse 4 tells us how we can overcome jealousy. But let each one examine his own work, and then he will have rejoicing in himself alone and not in another. So it says, let us examine our own work, and then we will rejoice and so, Hannah, if you could just expand on the verse. Mm -hmm. um, I think this also comes back to identity, right? Mm. First, being comfortable with who you are, yes. like knowing your path doesn't have to be so clear, right? Because it's never going to be so clear cut, like we know where we're going, like um, we let God guide. But just a sense of purpose, just a sense of just getting yourself out there doing some work, you know, and you'll find fulfillment even through the little things, yes. right? So I feel like it's, it's, it's about us taking action and slowly, surely we'll find in those small works, it will mm. lead us to that greater purpose that God has filled out for us. And, and in turn, we'll be satisfied with what we've done versus, you know, again, chasing other people and trying to be in the position that other people are at. Contentment is key, Hannah yes. is saying. She's saying you got to know your purpose. Exactly. And you got to live by faith because you will exactly. not, you don't know where you're going, exactly. but you're trusting whoever is commanding and leading you, which is Christ, mm -hmm. that wherever you're going is going to be nothing but happiness and peace, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so let's turn to our second scripture, Psalm 37, verse 7. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. Mm, that's deep. Vivian, what is it saying? So it's basically saying that we have to wait on God, and we have to wait for him to act. And while in this waiting, we have to try to not to look at what other people have or what, you know, yes. what, what they're, what's happening in their lives because it's not, that's not what's supposed to happen for us. We have our own... Um, our own plan, I mean, our own purpose that God is preparing for us. Mm -hmm. And the last part there says, it, it, it talks about the wickedness of mm -hmm. men. There's another element of jealousy where we're jealous, not of those who are doing good, but those who obtain materialistic possessions and mm -hmm. money. Uh, 
in illegal ways, mm -hmm. in ways that sin against God. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people say, so why do the wicked, why are the wicked rich? And why are people who are good poor? Mm -hmm. You're so busy focused on what wicked people are doing, you will lose salvation. Mm. You know, so he's saying, be patient, trust in me. Yeah. I will lift you up. He said, humble yourself before me and I will lift you up. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about the, the wicked devices of men. Yes. Do what is right and walk in the Lord, right? right, right. Yeah. And so that's the reminder today. And um, lastly, in Proverbs 23, verse 26, it says, My son, give me thine heart and let thine eyes observe my ways. And so today the instruction that God has for us when dealing with jealousy and dealing with envy and hatred and revenge and assassination of character and not wanting someone to prosper, which is practically murder, God is saying, I want your heart. That is all that I want. And after I have your heart, I want you to observe me. He says, watch me do it. Mm -hmm. And so the call today is simply this. Instead of worrying about what your neighbor has, instead of worrying about what everyone else is doing, instead of killing yourself and killing your mind and, like Hannah said, not having an identity, having pur purpose issue, focus on you. He says, watch yourself and stop watching others. Mm. He says, just give me your heart. Give me your life. Surrender all that you have to me. Surrender your relationship. Surrender your family life. Surrender your jobs, surrender your careers, surrender your dreams to me, surrender your businesses to me. When you surrender all, because I don't want 99%, I want 100%. When you surrender it all to me, then watch me do what I do in your life. And if you humble yourself to me, he promises, I will lift you up. And so that is what we're talking about today. Don't be envious. Don't be jealous. Don't look at what he has, what they have, what she has. Look at what you have. Be content. And then look up and watch what God can do for you. And so, this is I Testify Conversation Station. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Available on all podcast platforms.